0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to Across the Pond Sports Podcast. It is being been the conference week. Uh, there's no game this weekend, no Pro Bowl, so nothing, no football this weekend. Myself and Katie, who's just going to come up in a second, uh, are going to go over the Bucks, Packers and the Bills Chiefs games. Um, and we're going to have a, a bit of a look back at the season that was, um, talk about some big moments, um, some big injuries, some big performances, um, and what kind of surprises, um, about this season? Um, it's been a great season of football. So, uh, a few things to, to touch on, in terms of, um, across the pond NHL podcast. And um, Katie was a guest with Josh, um, this week. So check that podcast out for the NHL. Um, and as always, you can get us on our social media feeds, um, Instagram and Facebook. Across the Pond Sports Podcast. And on Twitter at ATP Sports Pod. Um, apart from that, uh, we had an NBA show this week as well, you can catch um, on this stream. Um, and um, we've got NHL and NBA next week. Next week as well for the NFL show, it will again just be one show next week. Um, I am trying to put together something with the guests that we've had um, this season, um, maybe kind of guessing score of the Super Bowl or giving us some insights from their perspective on how the Super Bowl is going to go Uh, but we'll uh, see how that works out Uh, but enjoy the the show with Katie it's a good one Um, and uh, yeah we get a chance to have a a bit of a laugh and a bit of a look back as to to what we did um, during this season. Welcome back. We have Katie back with us as always, and we are looking at the conference round first of all uh, today. Um, Some big games, um, well, two big games, and they didn't disappoint. I mean, this was two off the hook games that just delivered punch after punch. Um, It was like a heavyweight fight in both games, and they were just so, so good. Obviously, somebody had to to win and somebody had to lose, and, and that was probably quite disappointing. Um, the Buccaneers, first of all, won 31-26 against the Packers. Um, I was a little gutted uh, about that. Aaron Rodgers, he was so good, and he threw 346 yards for three touchdowns, only one interception. It was the sacks that really got him. Um, and Tom Brady, though, three interceptions, and those interceptions were coming at the end of the game. Where you really don't want to be throwing interceptions, but the Packers just couldn't. They just couldn't kind of pounce on the mistakes that that Tom Brady and it was Tom Brady that was making those mistakes, but the, the Packers just could not take advantage of those. Could they?
1: No, and I think that too. It's it's interesting. New new city, new team, same result. Uh, you know, Tom Brady is is back in the Super Bowl. So I mean, maybe maybe it is all Tom Brady. That's uh, that's been the, the the gel and uh, the mastermind in, in new England for so long, it wasn't bill Belichick. It was all, it was all Tom Brady. But I think that too, um, Tom Brady has had quite the team built around him. Um, and this, this team I feel was, was built super bowl bound or bust. But um, like you said, Tom Brady had three interceptions, which is very un Tom Brady. Like uh, he's, I think that now I was looking at some stats here, and typically in these games, uh, quarterbacks with more than three interceptions in the conference championship are seven and twenty-three. Uh, Tom Brady is two and zero. Oh, so even if the guy throws <laughs> throws three interceptions, Tom Brady is just that good that he can still win the game. Um, and it's also it's disappointing because I I feel like Aaron Rodgers. Was mad at the front office from the start of the season. He took them all the way to the conference championship, and I mean, he's he's the first quarterback in in NFL history to lose four straight conference championships. And you can't help but wonder if maybe if they would have gotten him one more like really solid weapon um, instead of you know drafting his replacement, if they would have been able to take it that that next step and, and get to the Super Bowl. But I. Who knows if Aaron Rodgers will even be with the Packers next year? I guess that that's, that's for another episode. But I, I think that this was a game, like you said, that did not disappoint. Um, there was It was a disappointing uh, game on the rushing side of the ball, but we got to see two very experienced quarterbacks. Um, that, that was a gentle way of saying old. Um, two very experienced quarterbacks have a great uh, game and really could just go out there and try and do whatever they could to get their team to win. And uh, the Buccaneers and and Tom Brady just came out on top.
0: They really did. And Brady, like you say, I mean, he, he, he turns up in January. Um, It doesn't matter what's happened the rest of the season. Um, He just turns up December, January, and he bosses it. And he has, had a team built around him that is pretty formidable going back to the Packers though and um, there was a, a game uh, I can't remember which game it was for the Packers um, but Valdez Scantlin had, had a fumble and the Packers lost the game because of that fumble and what happened was it, uh, Rogers of old would have just like dogged him out in the media and had a right go at him he didn't he kind of put his arm around him and said no no we'll, we'll get the next one it's fine and Valdez Scanlon was the guy that he went to in this conference championship game so he obviously knew that in the future he's going to need this guy and I think there has been a mindset switch in Green Bay and I think it's unfortunate that Aaron Rodgers actually plays in Green Bay because I don't think people want to play there because it's so damn cold um, and it's not the nicest place to play because of the weather. The people are great, the fans are great, and you probably get a lot of warmth from them, but probably not quite enough for the sub-zero temperatures that they get. Whereas, obviously, when you go to Tampa, it's very easy for guys like Gronkowski, Godwin-Evans, Fernet to, to be in Tampa, and, and Brady as well, because it's so it's so warm, so nice. Um, so I think, I think Rodgers has kind of been... Hit, hit with a, a heavy blow in this game um I hope he does come back for another season uh because I think he's probably got another good couple seasons in him
1: oh I think that he'll be back to play I just don't know if he'll be back for the Packers I, I mean I think that Rogers absolutely has plenty of I, I think that he's he's got plenty of years left I really do he's he's played great. Um, we saw, you know, Philip Rivers, Drew Brees, you know, kind of starting to show their age, but Aaron Rodgers, he was not showing any age at all. Um, I also think it's interesting because Tom Brady, you know, now has thirty-three career playoff wins. Thirty-three. Then the next person in line is is Joe Montana with sixteen.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's there's a slight slight difference there uh, between him and Montana, but. Um, it was a great game um, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was just, I, mean, I didn't really have a dog in the fight, but um, my wife was watching it as well. And when the Packers were up, she was like, yay. But obviously that didn't last very long. So um, wasn't the, the greatest of games um, in terms of what uh, Aaron Rodgers was doing. But at the end of the day, that Tom Brady comes good as he as he tends to do um, in these playoffs. Um, Looking to the the next game um, that happened on Sunday, you had the the Buffalo Bills taking on the Kansas City Chiefs, um, and this was kind of the young quarterbacks playing against each other, um, which was going to be really exciting because you did have that kind of old guard playing the first game and then the young guard playing the second game Um, so Josh Allen up against Patrick Mahomes Um, and I, I really felt for Josh Allen I thought he's had such a terrific season and I really was willing him to do well. Um, sadly, however, Kansas City scored 21 points in just the second quarter, and that kind of killed it. I mean, the Buffalo Bills tried, as they would, to get back into the game. and But Patrick Mahomes, off the, the concussion protocol, through no interceptions, he was only sacked once. I mean, he pretty much had a perfect game, didn't he?
1: He's the human cheat code. He's the human cheat code. I, this guy is so good, and I'm I'm actually really excited to see Tom Brady going up against Patrick Mahomes. Like you said, the the new guys versus the old guys. I think that this is going to be a, a great game. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. Back to the game of last week with seeing these two young quarterbacks play against each other. It just really felt like. The, I wanted the Bills to win, but just right out the gate, it didn't feel like they really had. I don't know. Even though they had the lead, they they were up, you know, nine nothing at one point. But it just to me, it seems like okay. Well, now they're they're going to the, the Chiefs are just going to march right down the field and score, score, score. Um, you know, and I think that this is is just a, a a preview of what we're going to see for years to come. You know, Patrick Mahomes, he's. You know he's already won multiple conference championships, and he's not even 26 years old. And unfortunately, the Broncos, being in the same division as as him, it's going to be a, a rough go for for us here in Broncos country for a while. I mean, there he's talk about an easy transition over into the NFL. He's just done so so well and really had uh, a lot of success. Um, and and he's got a guy like Travis Kelsey, who you know he's. Um, phenomenal he's the perfect security blanket and he's you know the new Rob Gronkowski I like to think because he's just so big so fast and can do it all so um, the the Chiefs came out they proved that they were the better team I think that for the Bills this offseason if they can get a solid runner in there I mean no offense to Singletary and Zach Moss but that's just not helping them at all and that that was the biggest thing that I think that they were missing this season was a, a solid rushing attack to really kind of uh, help Josh Allen be able to be more than just one-dimensional.
0: Yeah. I mean, like you say, Patrick Mahomes, human cheat code. And I mean, when you're, you're aiming at two guys, Tariq Hill and Kelsey, uh, Tariq Hill, he hit for 172 yards off just nine receptions. Um, and Kelsey, 118 yards um, off a of 13. It's just an immense number. And I think that the the thing was that Allen couldn't find Diggs, and he's Diggs has been his go-to guy, and Diggs has bailed him out on a number of occasions this season. Uh, but this this week, just it just didn't happen, and that that Chiefs defense just throttled um, Diggs and just gave him no space whatsoever.
1: Well, and I think that too. Look, if you look at the stat lines for the Chiefs, I mean they're. It's ridiculous. It's like when you're playing Madden on the rookie level, and you just go crazy and end up winning. You know, granted the score wasn't that one sided, but I mean, Travis Kelsey had 13 catches for 118 yards, and Tyree Kill had nine catches for 172. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, you know, passer rating was was over 127. Like that is insane, and that's not typical numbers that you see uh, being put up by teams in real life, but the chiefs do it consistently because Patrick Mahomes is able to make the right read 95% of the time. And he's got the protection and uh, the mobility to, to wait for his guys to find space, to get open. And it's, it was a, I think that the chiefs are just so hard to beat the, the bills did their best. And I think that we will, I I wouldn't be surprised if these two teams are in the conference championship again next year. Um, But they're both on the way up. They're both young teams. Bills just need one more, one or two more pieces and they're going to be able to, to give Kansas city a run for their money.
0: I think bills mafia played such a huge part in in the playoff season that the, the bills had in the last game and, I think those fans now have that thirst again for playoff football um, because they've, they've had a, a taste of it. And, yeah, I think they're, they're looking forward to a, f- a good few years with Josh Allen, especially in the, the, the way he's played this season um, compared to previous seasons. He's had just such a massive turnaround. Stefan Diggs is a big part of that. I think for, for the Bills, what they need to find moving forward they need to find a run game because that has been their weak point now don't get me wrong um, Kansas City only ran for 114 yards total um, in this game and and the Bills ran for 129 but I think and we've spoke about it all year teams that have both a run and and passing game that's pretty decent and can put up pretty good yards those are the teams that are winning games Um, and I just think that you're right Kansas City they have so many weapons, and that's going to obviously be a big problem for the defense of the buccaneers in a couple of weeks. Um, go back to last week, obviously we were showed concern for for Patrick Mahomes in terms of the uh, concussion protocol um I think it was at the weekend it was Thursday or Friday, and um, he was cleared by an independent doctor outside of the NFL um, which I really liked. I have to say that was that was good. That they came out and said it was an independent doctor and it wasn't like a league doctor that was just saying, Yeah, yeah, he's absolutely fine. Um, so because I think probably 20 30 years ago that had just been a team doctor, just been like, Yeah, yeah, he's fine to play, no problem. And um, we'd be a bit of the uh, any given Sunday kind of scenario, um, with Lawrence Taylor, um, yeah, yeah, he's fine, don't worry about him, like, he's yeah, just slicker. give him a shot
1: and send him back, back out there,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I, I must say, like, the NFL have handled a lot well this season and and I think that's one one aspect that they've handled well um, just in the last week was that Patrick Holmes issue. Uh, what we will do is, just before we take a break, we do have some breaking news uh, and it involves the Dallas Cowboys. Um, the Dallas Cowboys are going to be signing Jason Witten um, to a one-day contract so that he can retire a Cowboy. Um, don't blame him. He spent his whole career there, um, barring his year with the Raiders, but
1: yeah, which was just weird. I I, was, I still don't understand why he decided he wanted to go and, and play one more year with the Raiders, but yeah, yes, neither here nor there.
0: He did okay. Um, he, I did yeah. see him score a touchdown, so I, I think, I don't know why he did it, but his TV career wasn't going anywhere, so he might as well play football. He probably knows how to do that better. Uh, but yeah, we will leave that for the moment, and we'll be right back after this. So by now, you'll have seen our website, atpsports.net. It's, you are going to admit, it's pretty awesome. It was brought to you by the team at Data Squared. You can find them on the web, datasq2.co.uk. They're dedicated to bringing you the very best in website design, hosting, and security. Their aim is to provide you with the very best package you need to help you spread the word about your business. Data Squared will design and build a website for you and they'll build it not just for desktop but for all devices so you can be seen on the move. Data Squared will help you choose your domain, making sure it's relevant to you and your business and they'll open up an online store for you. They have the tools um, so you can keep track of customers, their orders, stock and much, much more. So why not expand your business online today with Data Squared? Visit datasq2.co.uk. Okay, and we're back and so the season has been and gone pretty much we only have the Super Bowl left there's no Pro Bowl um, so a couple of the big stories this year were the key injuries to Dak Prescott and Joey Burrows they had kind of season ending injuries quite early in the season um, unfortunately um, especially for, for Cowboys fans like me but um, because Dak Prescott was pretty much a one man show on that Cowboys team um and you know he was thrown for 500 yards they were barely winning games he went got himself injured and then yeah we were losing games all the way um and Burrow's Burrow's looked so so good he he probably the Bengals probably should have had like one or two wins extra um but he was just a bit unlucky um, to be fair, and that kicker in what was it, week one that that had his hamstring pulled five minutes after he kicked the ball um, and blamed his hamstring for missing it, um, so, which I love. It's, it's just, it comes off like limping off the field. I went up and kicked him, to be fair. Um, so But those two injuries, they had major impacts. There was other injuries as well, but those are two injuries that really stood out this season because you had a young rookie who was flying. He was number one pick. And then you had Dak Prescott, who was literally dragging the Cowboys um, through the season next we year.
1: As you say, we didn't really know that that Dak was the team. I mean, really, we yeah. didn't. We thought that he was the, the quarterback and that they were just struggling in some regards because they they weren't playing that, that great. I mean, Grant, he, he was putting up awesome numbers, but we didn't realize like how much of a back, a backbone of the team that he was until he went down. I think another huge injury that um, it was Tyra Taylor, because without him getting injured by the team doctor, we would have never seen Justin Herbert. So there were some injuries that happened that uh, did allow us to see some of the, the up and comers and, and see the, what type of player that they, that they could be. Um, like you said, Joe Burrow, him, him getting injured, I, I wish that he would have been able to stay healthy because I think that he and Justin Herbert would have had quite the rookie of the year competition between the two of them. And I mean, they, for the Bengals, they don't even know if they're going to be able to have him back for you know, the beginning of the season next year. So it's going to be the, the Kyle Allen show there in Cincinnati for a little bit longer. But it's we saw some really big uh, quarterback injuries and some of them ended up being huge blows to their teams like your Cowboys and the Bengals but then there's other injuries that happen I mean I feel bad for poor Tyrod Taylor but at the same time like we would have never seen Justin Herbert and just how ready for the NFL that he he was or he is
0: yeah Justin Herbert that that one was obviously a bit of a freak um accident um giving a guy an injection and you puncture his lung um, another player that had a, a punctured lung was Drew Brees um, when he broke his ribs um, that that was another one that it didn't have a major impact on the team winning games but obviously it was just how about they went how, how they went about it um, Taysom Hill did pr- probably as good a job as anybody could have done um, and I think that defense of, of the Saints when Brees was out really carried them through and helped them get through that
1: yeah it'll be interesting to see what the Saints do now that Drew Brees has announced he's retiring is is it going to be Taysom Hill or are they going to go with Jameis Winston or are they going to try and draft or or trade for somebody um I I can't imagine the Saints going with Taysom Hill as their number one quarterback for for, for forever (laughs) I, I really just kind of see him as that change of pace kind of player but I mean, they did, like you said, they won when when Drew Brees was out with with Hill in there at quarterback.
0: They, they did, and and he did a great job. And but I think we've seen this with Bridgewater as well. When he subbed in for um, for Drew Brees, he won games, and he looked amazing. And maybe it's just the way that Sean Payton has built that team is it's like a, a the essence of the. A next man up mentality is, and it just works well, so well.
1: I don't know. I mean, like that's another key injury is Christian McCaffrey, and you know Teddy Bridgewater. He went in there and he thought he was going to be having Christian McCaffrey, and that that team was was built around the running back position, not the quarterback. Now, I mean, that's why they felt comfortable letting Cam Newton go, is because they have had so much confidence in Christian McCaffrey and the, the dynamic player that he can be, but. Bridgewater was in a new system and he was there without the guy at running back, Christian McCaffrey. I think he only played in two games all year because he was injured. You know, he finally got healthy and then he injured his quad or, you know, injured something else. And this was just a completely lost season for Christian McCaffrey.
0: Yeah, he he was really unlucky. Um, And I think he has to be hoping that, you know, he, he has a good summer. Um, gets nice and fit and healthy and, and can come out and play again like most guys can. I mean, I think you're right, Burroughs probably doesn't start the season I think they're expecting them back week three or four um, Prescott um, they are expecting to have for the start of the season um, but may not may not um, be available for pre-season so you would have probably have that balance where you probably actually leave them one or two weeks even into the season just to give them that extra time uh, to recuperate. Um Talking about quarterbacks, though, there, we have seen somewhat of a changing of the guard. And we've seen a couple of big guys retire, Rivers, Breeze. and There could be more further down the line. Um, but we've seen guys like Tua, Burrows, Herbert, um, just to name a few, that have been amazing this season. I mean, Tua, probably not so much. I mean, he needed uh, Fitzmagic to help him out a few times. But Herbert and Burrows especially, they just seemed to and, – and as you said, Herbert was an accident uh, that, that shouldn't have started, but he did, and he is now the starting quarterback for the Challengers moving forward. They've got a franchise quarterback.
1: Well, and also, you left off that list, Jalen Hurts. And he came in you know, at the end there, but it looks like Carson Wentz is on his way out too. So there's there's a lot of quarterbacks. And, and Matthew Stafford, it looks like he's on his way out from, from Detroit. So if there's a lot of quarterbacks either retiring or um, maybe being moved into kind of that bridge role while, you know, and teams can draft a, another quarterback to, to take over. And, um, but there's a lot of, there's gonna be a lot of quarterbacks. I feel that we've become accustomed to seeing in a certain uniform that will be playing for new teams or will be hanging up their cleats. Um, I, I Ben Roethlisberger has not retired yet. It would not surprise me if he did. Um, Matt Ryan, he's still has some time left on his contract, but I mean, I would not surprise me if the Falcons try to move him if possible. So like you said, the, the NFL is changing and these younger players, Kyler Murray and Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. I mean, like there's a whole new kind of style for the quarterback position. And, um, It's going to be interesting to see what the next uh, year, year and a half, year, two years bring to that position.
0: You have to follow me with this analogy because I'm just making up as I go along. But for anyone that's seen Cars 3, um, I think Tom Brady is like the Lightning McQueen and then your Herberts, your Burroughs and everyone else. They're like your new next gen cars um, of electric power and the, uh, Mahomes as well and I think I think that is that change of the guard and you wonder how long Brady can last and will Brady win the Super Bowl will he beat Patrick Mahomes who you would say would be that kind of next-gen player um, and I, it'll, I'm looking forward to Super Bowl just for that um, because I think that's going to be really interesting so there is this changing of the guard and yeah Cars 3 is probably not the best analogy, but uh, <laughs> it was the only one I could think of. Um, a, a team a team, <laughs> a team that um, had a great start to the season, at least for 11 weeks, uh, was the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they won 11-0, and then they grumbled. Um, now, I feel, um, and I'm going to stand by it, is that the issues that not they had with COVID, but the teams that they had to play with that had issues with COVID caused them issues further down the line um, because I think they, what they had their bye week in week three um, and then they they basically just had to play an entire season. Um, if they'd had their bye week in a normal kind of stance and they didn't have games moving around and everything else, do you think they would have not peaked too early?
1: No. They had no running game. I, th- I, I think that um, they they had the schedule and the, everything in place. Like I don't think that the bye week had anything to do with it. They completely lost their running game and turned into a one dimensional team. And Ben Roethlisberger, while he is a fantastic quarterback, there's only there's only so much you can do when the other team knows that you are not going to be able to run the ball. So I. I'm still surprised that they they crumbled the way that they did at the end of the year because they had such a st- strong start. But I don't think this is one of those times where I, I don't blame it on the bye week. Um, I don't blame it on uh, injuries or, or anything really. It's their their running game completely disappeared. So I think that that they are going to need to address their offensive line and their running back position. I thought I don't know what happened, to James Conner. I mean, he's, I, I know that he he did test positive for COVID at one point in the season, and maybe he just had a hard time coming back from that, and, um, but at the same time, like, there was no running game, and that's, that is 100% why they, they crumbled it at the 12th, week 12.
0: Yeah, it was, uh, it, it was just a devastating blow, um, and they just went down, 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 and. Yeah, it, it was pretty ugly to watch as well. I think Ben Roethlisberger, you know, he, he was obviously upset when they when uh, they didn't make it, and he, you know, he was consoled by his teammates because they were kind of. and he was caught on camera crying and all that kind of stuff. But um, it, it, it was a strange one to see someone of such stature as, as Ben um kind of flounder, and that, that, like, like you say, there is no running game. Um, and they got a, away with another great rookie, Chase Claypool. Um, he had a great season for them. So they do have hope. Um, but you do wonder how many more years Ben Roethlisberger has in him. Um, can't be too many um, given his mobility issues. I mean, he just doesn't move.
1: Yeah, and I was going to say he too. I mean, he's from that same draft class as, as Eli Manning and Philip Rivers. And they've both since retired. So, And I, I feel like too, like, you look at Ben Roethlisberger and then you look at Tom Brady or some of these other older quarterbacks. And he just, he looks a lot more beaten down than these other guys do. I mean, like he's never been, you know, the uh, the epitome of physique, you know, he's never been the statue of David or anything, but he's, he's definitely looks like he's in a different kind of class than, than those guys um, with how they take care of their bodies and, um, conditioning so i i just i feel like he's kind of it, it would not surprise me if he was the next quarterback to to call it quits
0: yeah ben he strikes me as the guy that when he basically his body is the way it is because he does work out because he has to for football i would imagine that if he retired he'd probably end up with a bit of a belly on him um probably after a couple of months so not that i could talk um but that's just me. Uh, what we'll do is we'll take a quick break and then we'll be right back after this. Okay, welcome back. We've got Katie still with us, as always, for the NFL. Uh, the next thing to look at it was COVID-19 and, and the impact that that had on the NFL. Now, the NFL have done, has to be said, a really good job of managing to get us to a Super Bowl on time. Now, Major League Baseball managed to do it. Um, only just um, get their World Series um, at, at the, the time that they predicted. Um, and the NFL have managed to do the same. It's it's really been quite a feat to try and get these all. They've done like a million tests throughout the season um, to make sure that, you know, players were fit and healthy to play and they weren't going to be spreading the virus around and everything. So, and they obviously players have been missing throughout the season. Um uh, because they've had to isolate and everything else, so you'd have to say that although COVID nineteen's been a, a had a big impact, there's no fans in stands and stuff, or or limited fans in some stands. COVID nineteen, in terms of the actual season being played, other than the earlier weeks, it's not really had a major impact on on the NFL. Yeah, and you know, I think that that we all
1: thought that. It was going to be pushed back or it was going to be delayed. I mean, we had to do the COVID shuffle a few times, but it, COVID, COVID was actually not too bad, and um, for, for the most part, I mean, like it definitely affected some teams. And some players uh, got affected way more uh, seriously than others. So, I mean, I shouldn't say it was too bad, but the season was able to go on. We are still planning to play the Super Bowl, you know, on time. There was only having to just move around bye weeks and stuff. So I think that they did a great job and they were, they allowed some fans at games and it was, it was ended up being a, a pretty darn good season. I think.
0: I think it has. I think it's been a great season. And I think um, the NFL, I'm, I'm, I'm no big fan of Roger Goodell, but I think he's done a good job and, you know, he's done everything that he could to make sure that the season started when it started and finished when it was supposed to finish. So um, I I kind of have to take my hat off to him. Like I say, not a, a huge fan of him, but I think him and his staff have done a, a great job. I mean, I did like the 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 way that they've went about it. Um, and I mentioned earlier on the, the concussion protocol with um, Patrick Mahomes it was another, I think, win for them because I think having that independent doctor and stuff um, really is a win. Um, talking about wins... Guests the win margins, we've been playing it all season long, uh, myself and Katie, um, and at the moment, um, the way it stands is that, obviously, we, we ended up having guests do it with us um, about week 10, so we were already kind of 10 weeks in, so um, when we had your dad come on and, and play guest, so when he was the, the first guest to play win the uh, guest the win margins, now, Katie, we have an issue because the guests won four weeks, um, and I, I actually was surprised by that. So, John Murray, Ashley DeYoung, um, Alex Cranis, and Jenna um, Harner all won, so well done to them. Um, and it left, because of the way it worked out, it left me and you with seven apiece, Uh <laughs> Because we take and take out the wild card dun, dun, and, and conference. So I think what we should do, and I know I'm going to spring this on you, I did this on purpose. Um, mm. I, I think what we should do is we should do it one more time for the Super Bowl. But this time, we're going to have to guess the correct score. And whoever's closest... So we're going to have to be
1: like John Murray and do, and do math.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks for <laughs> that. Yeah, it Reminded me of John <laughs> Murray's maths. Um <laughs> That was, a, that was a fun day. Um, <laughs> so, um, there there is one Super Bowl um, and it is uh, a week on Sunday. Um, so, what we'll do is we'll do it next week, so I'll give you some time to prepare uh, because obviously injuries and stuff could happen, so the relief um, is evident there in your voice. Um, but, yeah, so we'll, we'll do that next week. So, at the moment, me and Katie are seven apiece. Um, so, we'll, we'll do a a correct score guess next week and um, to see who comes out on top. Um, so that was a bit of a surprise that we kind of tied. I didn't think that would happen.
1: Yeah, no, I didn't either. It, it ended up, uh, yeah, that, that worked out perfectly. I, I think too, going into season two with NFL uh, edition of across the pond sports podcast, you know, we can keep track of it from, from the get go and the guests and, Gosh, James, knowing our luck, considering that the guests won four out of, you know, out of the seven that they were involved in, (laughs) it's not looking too good for us. No, no. (laughs) Uh,
0: No, no, it doesn't. No, the guests did really well. Um, I think John Murray was the the one that kind of blew everyone out. So um, I think he had the the biggest wins. But yeah, I mean, we had some great guests. And I think that's what we'll continue to do next season um, from week one, um, is we will have um, some guests on and um, some will probably come back from this season because um they're really good guests and good people to have on and um, obviously we've been on their podcasts and stuff as well so uh, with sam so that i think it was a it was good having a guest and having someone else try and try and be us which they, they did but anyway um surprise teams for you this season katie um anyone any team stand out either negatively or positively this season for you
1: Oh man! So I think that we should do a, a positive team and a negative team. What do you think about that?
0: Since we're okay. springing
1: things on each other, since we're springing okay, things on each other here. <laughs> Go for it. My my surprise team for how well that they did was the Washington Footballers. Man, I was tough on that team all year long. I was Boy, really I tough never on I was tough on the Washington Footballers, but they are my surprise team. I was impressed with all of the obstacles and turmoil. I mean, Ron Rivera, you know, having to do IV treatments at halftime and then cutting their, you know, their, what they thought was their franchise quarterback, you know, in the middle, right before the, the playoffs and then going on to their fourth string quarter. I mean, like this team had so many problems and yet they made the playoffs. So that was my surprise team. Um, I think that there is nowhere to go but up for them for next year. Um, if they can figure out the quarterback position, maybe making a trade for like a Matthew Stafford or maybe a Sam Darnold or Carson Wentz. So, um, yeah, I think that there's nowhere to go, but up for them. And if they make a few changes, they will be a much better team next year to, um, compete with, I'm sticking in the same division, um, to compete with the Dallas Cowboys, they were my surprise of the year for how bad that they ended up being. Um, I thought that they were going to be the, the favorite to win the division. And uh, when, you know, when Dak got hurt, everything, well, even before that, the, the, the team was way, wor- way worse than we thought that they were going to be. They, I thought that they were going to be a much more competitive team. And despite him throwing for over 500 yards, you know, and a few games before he got hurt, like they were still losing. So that that was really surprising to me to see the, the Cowboys be as bad and Zeke to play as bad as he did. Um, and the Washington footballers, I'm surprised that they ended up being as good as they were.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, Dallas, yeah, they didn't have a great season, did they? Um, it, it was pretty... Dire to watch, especially after Prescott was injured, so uh, it, it was pretty bad. So yeah, I, I would agree with you on that one. Uh, my team, that was disappointing. Because well, I'll lead with the negative and finish on the positive. Um, was uh, the Patriots? Um, I really, I was really looking forward to Cam Newton uh, playing in, for the Patriots and having a decent team around him. It started off showing them all but, wrong.
1: all wrong. He had yeah. so much to prove. No, I'm right there with you.
0: And, and that defense, obviously, all of them opting out this year because of COVID, um, obviously didn't help. But I think I expected so much more from Cam Newton than we got. And he did show flashes of of his former self, but I just don't think there's enough there. And I think talking about quarterbacks are probably going to retire. He's probably not going to find another job, so he's going to have to retire um, because he's not going to accept a number two spot anywhere um, because he always has to be the the big guy uh, and number one so um yeah so my positive though um and I I say this because uh, this team um and it's more because of just the the kind of turnaround of the quarterback and and what he was able to do and that's the bills I think what they did was they really turned around um and they had such a good season. And they carried momentum through. And uh, Stefan Diggs was amazing. The defence was good. And I think they just had such a solid season. And I wasn't expecting it. I, I, I thought, oh, they'll probably just just miss out on the playoffs. Um, and they, they didn't. They absolutely nailed it. So um, I, they were kind of a surprise team. I will give props. And as a Cowboys fan, it hurts. I, I will give props to the Giants of New York for their fight for this season because I think they fought so hard in every single game to try and win games and so I'll I'll give them props for that Um, but that's that's the end of the season pretty much we've got Super Bowl uh, next week Um, but Katie in terms of us covering this season um, what do you think how how have we done Uh, have we done pretty good
1: You know, it's, it's always fun to go back and see how you've grown. And, you know, when we first started this podcast, if you guys want to listen to a very amusing episode, go back and listen to the first one that James and I had did. Um, it was honestly the, when we recorded our podcast, James, that was the first time we, we'd spoken. You know, yeah, we had only right. just talked, talked through, through chat and through text. And, uh, you know, it was, you know, how we found each other was through an online podcast, you know, attic group. <laughs> so I think that, you know, it, it ended up being a, but I think like a perfect, a perfect combination and a perfect pairing for, for both of us. And, you know, it, going back and like listening to that first episode and just kind of learning how we, we both kind of talk and what we know and man, me trying to figure out the acoustics in my office, and that <laughs> if you guys, if, if you guys could have seen the the video and all the different ways I was trying to record without having an echo, um, you it would it bl- blooper reel right there. Now, now. I can tell you guys this: I talk into a box um, so that it sounds not quite so echoey. But I think that you know we've we've grown a lot um, throughout the podcast, and I think that this has been a lot of fun. And I I honestly I can't wait for next season. Uh, James, we were talking about before before the show, like, man, what are we going to do with, you know, three hours of our week now that we're not going to be talking football together, you know, for, for however many months. So um, yeah, this, this was a lot of fun. I I think that we did a pretty darn good job and I'm so excited for next season uh, because I think that our episodes are going to be really out of the park because we've we know each other. We've got things figured out. My sound is way better, and um, yeah, we've, we've got a format. So I'm I'm proud of us, and we, you know, thank you to everyone who joined us on our journey uh, while we while we navigated the 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 path to where we are now.
0: Yeah, I think we've 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 come a long way in what 18, 19 weeks, um, and it has, you know, it was a bit of a. a kind of rough ride to begin with because I think we only really kind of started talking like what two or three days before we actually recorded our first episode so um yeah it was a bit of a bit of a kind of thrown together show the first probably couple um and then we started to find our feet and then we started to add elements to the show and we started to have guests and I think especially the last couple of guests we've had um where we've had time to interview as well and so kind of speak to Hannah and Jenna um, have been really good so I think we'll definitely have more of that moving forward into next season I'm definitely looking forward to next season um, and doing more NFL podcast now there will be a draft and everything else and we'll have some special shows and covering the NFL throughout the off season for free agency and draft and whichever else but um, any big trades that happen Um, but yeah it has been an awesome first season and we've still got Super Bowl to to go so um, we'll hopefully have some guests for that for you but we'll make more of an announcement on, on our socials thereafter um or after this even um but yeah it's it's been a a wicked first year
1: yeah it's it's been a a lot of fun and um if you guys just can't get enough of me and james uh, we are talking about trying to do some some rooms together on clubhouse so if you guys are on clubhouse make sure you follow james or or myself and you guys can still get a little dose and and james is still doing across the pond he's gonna be doing nba and and all that jazz now i just it's just me this going away
0: Yeah, but you may, and and you did this week, turn up on Across the Pond NHL podcast, so um, I'm sure you'll do that on more than one occasion throughout the NHL season um, with uh, Josh so that would be fun for you um, and fun for Josh because um, he'll be sitting across uh, you did mention in the episode Across the Table um, rather than Across the Pond which I thought was quite funny but uh, but no, thank you so much for joining me Katie uh, throughout the season obviously we still got the Super Bowl next week but uh, thanks so much for joining me this week and every other week so far Sounds good we'll see
1: you next week
0: huge thank you to Katie um, yet again coming through talking football and and she does it so well Um, she knows her stuff, she knows the players, she knows the teams she knows injuries, she knows stats I mean there's just no end and uh, now that she's on Clubhouse um, she's probably on there right as I speak Um, and I know she is because I got a notification on my phone saying that she is um, talking on Clubhouse uh, doing some Instagram work so um kate is uh so good so talented at what she does and um, in terms of her own business in terms of social media so if you ever want help with anything social media wise and um, especially instagram give her a shout and ClubX too. Um, she really knows her stuff um sadly i don't and um, i'm kind of learning from her as well so that's why our content online has been getting a bit better as the season's gone on um We will have uh, an NBA show on Monday um, and an NHL show on Monday as well. Um, That's total crap. We will have an an NBA show on uh, Sunday and the NHL show will uh, be out on Monday. Uh, We have a new guest uh, lined up uh, for Josh. Um, Josh is going to have Chris Blythe on with him. And um, Chris is from the UK as well, and is believe it or not an Arizona Coyotes fan. I didn't even think Arizona had any fans, so that tells you how much I know. Uh, but yeah, he's an Arizona Coyotes fan and uh, from England, uh, from Woking, which is in East Sussex or West Sussex, one of the two. My English geography isn't that great, uh, but and um, he is. Um, eager to get on, I've met him uh, once before with Jackie Redmond uh, when we did our our Zoom call with Jackie Redmond from NHL Network so um, he's looking forward to coming on and and talking some hockey with Josh Um, and and Ryan has a top, top class guest, however we'll announce that on our social medias uh, feeds later on, Um, thanks again for joining us, we'll be back next week uh, with another NFL show midweek again, have a great weekend, enjoy it No football this weekend, so you put your feet up, watch some college hoops, watch some NBA, whatever you want to do, and uh, we'll catch you next week.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.